0: D-Heads, for a Disney Halloween treat. The annual not-so-scary Halloween celebration. Only on DizRadio.com. Happy Hallowishes, everyone. (laughs) It's time, D-Heads. Disney Blue presents...
1: Now, here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. All right, all of you D-heads, you tuned in for another magical installment of Disney Blues, Disney On Demand, and Happy Halloween. That's right, after our fourth annual not-so-scary month-long Halloween celebration has been going on for the last four weeks, here we are in the fifth and final Halloween show. And boy... What a Halloween show do we have for you. It is jam-packed all show long. We have all kinds of things as we are opening up the doors this Halloween, as we have none other than Larry Bagby, yes, Ice from Hocus Pocus, stopping back here at the show to celebrate Halloween with you. And later on in the show, we're also going to have Tobias Jelenic. Yes, Jay and Ice are going to be here in the Disney Studios to celebrate Halloween together, your favorite bullies from Hocus Pocus. In addition, the show is going to be completely different than you're used to. We're not going to give you all kinds of news, all kinds of fun, but we have tons of things from the D-team. We have the entire D-team here who's going to celebrate Halloween with all of you D-heads, including them going trick-or-treating to many of the doors, as we're going to hone in and listen in on all of their trick-or-treating adventures throughout the show. We have all kinds of Halloween tunes and goodies to get you in the party mood and all kinds of fun. So it is jam-packed. We're full of fun, lots of things on the horizon, Halloween is here. Like I said, it is gonna be a different show than you're used to because here we are to celebrate Halloween, the festivities, and all kinds of fun here for show number 123 for the week of October 29th, 2015. So before I officially kick off the show and get the festivities rolling here, I do want to mention that DizRadio.com is probably sponsored by DVC-Rental.com. At DVC-Rental.com, you can save up to 60% of your next Walt Disney World vacation just by purchasing unused Vacation Club points from Vacation Club members. And spend it on what else? That last-minute, not-so-scary Halloween party at the Magic Kingdom. So definitely check them out at dvc-rental.com, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. So, all VD heads, with that said, happy wishes! It is time to officially kick off show number 123 for the week of October 29th, 2015. And happy, happy hollow-wishes. Let's all get ready because Halloween has arrived. <laughs> To the haunted mansion you're
0: invited for a Halloween party. I'm so excited. Mickey and Minnie are waiting at the gate. They need your help to decorate. So come on, come all, come on, join in. The Halloween party is about to begin. <laughs>
2: Come one, come all, come all join in The Halloween party's about to begin The haunted mansion's a haunted house Halloween's
3: fun with Mickey Mouse Listen up, you goblins and ghouls Dress up and have fun And those are the rules You can trick or treat with a skeleton Make no bones about it, it's fun (laughs)
4: Minnie, I'll go with you and you go with me. Minnie said, No, here's what we'll do. You go with me and I'll go with you.
5: Oh, hello! So, what are you supposed to be? I'm obviously a skipper from the Jungle Cruise. You know, like, hey look, it's the backside of water! O2H! Uh-huh. So, can I have my candy now? Oh, yes, absolutely! Help yourself. Take whatever you like. Thank you! Happy Halloween! Hey guys, come on, there's still a lot more houses to hit! What did everybody get? Hey, I got a chocolate bar. I got a quarter. I got a pack of gum.
6: I got a rock.
3: Boys and girls of every age, wouldn't you like to see
2: something strange?
7: Come with us and you will see. This our
2: town of Halloween this, this is Halloween This is Halloween
3: Pumpkins scream in the dead of night This is Halloween Everybody make a scene Trick or treat Tell your neighbors on the diaphragm It's our, our town, town Everybody's scream This stone-
2: And hiding in the trash can Something's waiting now to And oh, how you scream? I'm
8: this scream. is Halloween I'm Slightly Green Aren't you scared? Well, that's just fine
3: <laughs> Say it once, say it twice Take a chance and roll the dice Ride with the moon in the dead of night Everybody scream Everybody scream You Halloween I am the cloud of the tearaway face
7: You in a flash of thunder, the trace I am the
3: moon <laughs> There? I
2: am the wind blowing through your hair. I am the shadow on the moon at night, <laughs> filling your dreams to the brim with fright. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. 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 Tinder Halloween. <laughs>
4: lumens everywhere. Life's
7: no fun without a good scare. That's our job.
4: But we're not mean
7: in, in our town, town of Halloween. In this town, don't we love it now? Everyone's, Everyone's waiting for the next surprise. Sturgerton Jack
2: might catch you in the back and
3: scream like a
2: banshee, you make you jump no, no, out of no, your skin. This is Halloween, everybody scream. Won't you please make way for a very special guy? The to Jack is king of the pumpkin patch. Everyone hail to the pumpkin king out. This is Halloween, this is Halloween, Halloween,
3: Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. In this tower we call home, everyone hail to the pumpkin song.
9: Hey, this is Jay, and over here
10: is Ernie. Uh, How many times did I tell you? My name ain't Ernie no more.
9: It's Ice. Okay, okay, Ice. Well, anyway, you're listening to Disney On Demand. No. I mean, yes, it's Disney On Demand.
11: I can't believe it. It's Disney
7: Blues. Disney
2: On Demand. You hear that? It's the winds of change.
1: Here's your host,
8: Jonathan
3: Johnson.
1: All right, all of you D-heads, so I hope you enjoyed the official kickoff for show number 123 for the week of October 29th, 2015, and we have fun here this week because it is not your normal show, but we're celebrating Halloween. After the last four weeks of our fourth annual Not-So-Scary Month-Long Celebration, this is the fifth and final week, and we are celebrating Halloween like no other because the show is going to be completely different here this week. We're going to have all kinds of party tunes, all kinds of fun. The D-Team is here, and they're going to be stopping in trick-or-treating all show long. They're going to bring you their Halloween memories. And we have two fun exclusives here for you here this week. As we have Larry Bagby, yes, a fan favorite here at the show, Ice from Hocus Pocus, is going to be stopping in and chatting with all VG heads. And later on in the show, we're going to have both Larry and Tobias Jelinek here together yes Jay and Ice your favorite bullies are gonna be here together later on in the show as well so we're gonna get some fun stories from Hocus Pocus the dynamic from these two also the one-on-one exclusive with Larry stopping back again all kinds of fun like I said the show is going to be completely different here this week we're gonna have all kinds of fun it's gonna throw it out we're not gonna have any news hot off the D wire we're just making it one fun Halloween show and it is a monster jam-packed show get ready Because it is full, it is huge, we have all kinds of tunes, monster music, and like I said, we have the D-Team stopping in, trick-or-treating, doing some fantastic segments, and so much more. So before I officially kick off this show and get the festivities rolling without me rambling on, I do want to give you the different ways you can stay connected here at the show. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at DizRadio.com, that's diz Radio. Dot com. There you can find our full list of past shows, the complete archives, our latest news blogs, and more right there on our official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z radiocom You can also connect up with us on the social media outlets on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Disney On Demand. You can friend us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash John Diz. That's J-O-N. D-I-Z. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and so much more. Just find us at Disney Blue, that's B-L-U, Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio, or Disney On Demand, all of which are going to help you find our unique little show. And if you want to stay connected with your latest shows on your mobile device and more, subscribe through iTunes and Stitcher Radio and get the latest shows right there on your mobile device, your iPad, your iPod, you name it, and listen to the latest shows as they become available. And remember, you can find all of this on our official website at dizradio.com, D-I-Z-Radio.com. So all of you D-Heads, with that out of the way, like I said, I'm not going to ramble on. I'm just going to wish you a fun, happy Halloween. I am in the midst of carving over 94 pumpkins for our household to celebrate Halloween this weekend. And I kid you not, ask the D-Team. We have 94 pumpkins and jack-o'-lanterns that we need to get gutted and carved this weekend. So I am knee-deep into that here in the studios. We're going to gear up as we have Larry Bagby. Yes, a fan favorite stopping in here. And also Larry and Tobias both stepping in together later on in the show. So enough of my rambling. Let's kick it off. Happy Hallowishes. Happy Halloween. Go out trick-or-treating and let's officially kick off this show. Show number 123 for the week of October 29th, 2015 and keep the Halloween party rolling along. Be right back all of you heads
3: When things go bump, 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 in the night I jump, 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 in fright, bump, 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 in the night I jump, 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 in fright, la 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 oh. la 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 la
4: la la oh. la
12: outside when it gets late. Long about midnight, the ghosts and banshees get together for their nightly jamborees. There's ghosts with horns and saucer eyes, and some with fangs about this size. Some short and fat, some tall and thin. Some don't even bother to wear their skin. Oh, Oh, I'm telling you, brother, it's a frightful sight to see what goes on in the night. have a midnight jamboree. They break it up with fiendish glee. Ghosts are bad, but the one that's cursed is the headless horseman. He's the worst when he goes a jogging across the land, holding a noggin in his hand. Demons take one, look and groan, and hit the road for parts unknown. And there's no wraith like a spook to spurn. They don't like him and he's really burnt. He swears to the longest day he's dead. He'll show them that he can get ahead. Windows, lock the doors Unless you're careful He'll get yours Don't think he'll hesitate a bit Cause he'll clip your top If it'll fit And he likes some little Like some big Part in the middle or a wig Black or white Or even red The headless horseman needs a head With a hip, hip And a clippity-clop He's out looking for a top to chop So don't stop to figure out a plan You can't reason with a headless man So after dark, you can't be good Stay at home the way that you should Cause right outside and waiting there Is the headless horseman and I'm getting out of here.
9: Hello, kiddies, it's me, John Cassier, the voice of the Keeper. and you're listening to Disney
3: On Demand. <laughs>
0: You have questions, we have answers. Let's dip our hands into the virtual mailbag and uncover the truth in I Want to Know.
11: Hey, D-Heads, this is Aaron. And this week, we're going to do something a little different to celebrate Halloween. Instead of answering your questions, I'm going to talk about Disney villains. Disney has such a huge variety of villains to choose from. When you think Disney villains first that come to mind are such great ones as Captain Hook, Maleficent, and Corella de Vil. But I want to look at other villains that fall under the Disney umbrella too. I'm talking great villains like Darth Vader from Star Wars and Loki from Avengers just to name a few. Some of my favorite villains are Gaston from Beauty and the Beast, Dr. Facilier from Princess and the Frog, Hopper from A Bug's Life, and Scar from The Lion King. Gaston is rude, conceited, small-minded, narcissistic, and spends all his time fighting, drinking, and hunting. His desire to marry Belle turns him from a harmless buffoon into a menacing, murderous villain. I love how they use the themes of inner versus outer beauty. In Dr. Facilier, he's a smooth-talking, voodoo-practicing witch doctor. He's also known as the Shadow Man. It's fitting that his friends, from the other side, are his eventual downfall. How great is the tombstone with his horrified face on it. Then there's Hopper, who's voiced by the great Kevin Spacey, who did a fabulous job. He meets such a satisfying end. He mistakes the actual bird for another fake one and taunts it before he's picked up and fed to her chicks. Then of course there's Scar who might be one of the evilest villains of them all. He killed his brother and made Simba think he was responsible and then later in the movie he tries to have his nephew killed. And of course there's the final fight with Simba when he is given mercy then throws burning ash into Simba's face. Simba keeps from killing him but he's eventually done in, done in by his former cohorts, the Hyenas. Jeremy Irons did a great job voicing him. My all-time favorite villain is Darth Vader. Such a great story that spans all the Star Wars films. see him go from the little boy, to a Jedi, then to the dark side before vindicating himself in the end. It's a great story. Disney's had many great villains over the years, Many are forgotten or not thought of when it comes to villains. Madame Medusa from The Rescuers is a great example. I mean, come on, she kidnapped a little girl, threw her in a hole, and made her get a diamond for her. Some other forgotten villains include Prince John from Robin Hood, Queen of Hearts from Alice in Wonderland, Governor Lat- Ratcliffe from Pocahontas, and Shan Yu from Mulan. How many people think of Sid Phillips from Toy Story as a villain, or Syndrome from The Incredibles. And how about Lotso from Toy Story 3? These are all great villains, and maybe some that are not thought of as villains. But when it comes to evil, it's hard to dethrone the greatest Disney villain ever, Maleficent. She's not only insanely evil and psychotically arrogant, she literally has all the powers of hell at her fingertips. She wields the magic of geomancy, teleportation magic, death magic, mediatory magic, fire magic, and transformation magic. I mean, come on, she turns into a dragon. And not to be forgotten is Chernobog, who is basically the devil. He's based on the god of evil and death. He summons demons and then crushes them in his fist. He never speaks, but he's so haunting. And no list is complete without the evil queen. She's not as powerful as others, but she's cold-hearted, mean, and dreaded. She's one of the main characters in Once Upon a Time, and as you D-Heads know, I love her on that show. I just love how Once Upon a Time brings all those characters to life and makes them real. Well, D-Heads, I wanted to wish you a happy Halloween from all of us at Diz Radio. And remember look over your shoulder, don't dump out your sacks, and watch out for talking cats. Don't you
2: disrespect me, little man. Don't you derogate or deride. You're in my world now, not your world. And I got friends on the other side. That's an echo, gentlemen, just a little something we have here in Louisiana, a little parlor trick, don't worry. Sit down at my table, put your mind at ease. If you relax, it will enable me to do anything I please. I can read your future, I can change it around some too. I look deep into your heart and soul. You do have a soul, do Make your wildest dreams come true I got voodoo, I got voodoo, I got things I ain't even trying And I got friends on the other side He's got friends on the other side The cards, the cards, the cards will tell The past, the present, and the future as well The cards, the cards, just take three Take a little trip into your future with me Now you, young man, are from across the sea You come from two long lines of royalty I'm a royal myself on my mother's side Your lifestyle's high, but your funds are low You need to marry a little honey who's dead got dough Mom and Dad cut you off, huh, boy. Now you're gonna get hitched, but hitching ties you down. You just want to be free, hop from place to place. But freedom takes green. <laughs> it's the green, it's the green, it's the green you need. And when I looked into your future, it's the green that I see. On you, little man, I don't want to waste much time. You've been pushed around all your life. You've been pushed round by your mother and your sister and your brother. And if you was married, you'd be pushed round by your wife. But in your future, the you I see is exactly the man you always wanted to be. Shake my hand. Come on, boys. Won't you shake a poor sinner's hand? Yes. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? ready? Transformation Central. Transformation. me You can blame my friends on the
13: Hey there D-heads, Trick-or-treat, smell our feet and come along on a Halloween adventure with me. This is Nathan
3: and
4: Natalie.
13: My daughter and trick-or-treat partner in crime. And we are heading off to the pumpkin patch in our Harry Potter costumes, me being Harry Potter, and her being... Hermione. And this is our 24th hopeful year, well my 24th year out of 28 years, and her 5th out of 9, and we are heading together off to the pumpkin patch on this dreary, cold, rainy Illinois night. Why you ask? Simple. The Great Pumpkin. The Great Pumpkin? What do you mean you've never heard of him? That's crazy. Well, not many people actually have. Oh, Natalie, that house has its light on. I'm going to run up there real quick and grab some candy while you explain who the Great Pumpkin is. We have been walking for blocks and blocks, D-Heads, and we need a sugary pick-me-up, so I will be right back, and man, I hope they like my costume.
8: The Great Pumpkin is a very important holiday figure. Every year on Halloween night, the Great Pumpkin rises from the pumpkin patch and gives treats to all the all the good little boys and girls. Oh, hey, Dad, how'd it go? Oh,
13: I think we did really good, but... I'm extremely upset. They thought I was a Jedi, not Harry Potter.
4: Oh, sorry.
13: That's okay. What'd you get? Um, I don't know. Hopefully, some Snickers or some sour punches or. Oh. oh rocks rocks. Again? again. Oh well. <sighs> well, let's keep walking, Natalie. Anyway, d-heads, while we have actually never seen the Great Pumpkin with our own eyes. We both know that he's out there and we're not going to give up hope. I guess just year after year, the timing just wasn't right, or we may or may not have accidentally eaten too much candy and fallen asleep. But um, we aren't going to give up. One year we will actually see him, right, Natalie?
8: Yep. I hope. Oh, oh hey, hey, Linus. Linus.
13: Well, everyone, we got to get going. We're actually at the pumpkin patch now, and we're meeting up with a friend of ours, and uh, he's been a believer, and he's here every year, too. Hopefully, we won't be let down again, but we're staying hopeful. So, uh, happy Happy Halloween, Halloween,
8: everybody. Hey, Linus, happy Halloween.
13: Hey, we're here. We brought rocks. I mean candy. (coughs) <laughs>
2: oh, <laughs> who are you? Why, I'm Merlin, of course. <laughs> By my
12: beard, you're all looking quite magical. I'd say it's time to trick or treat.
2: <laughs>
3: 好 <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, whoa! It a chocolate in the It's
4: a
12: The night's magic is not yet done. I have been commanded by my lord Mickey to transport you to the party. Let it be so.
14: Hi there, and happy Halloween wishes! This week, I'd like to tell you all a little Halloween story of one of my favorite memories of Halloween in the parks. Once upon a time, five years ago, my husband Caleb and I had tickets to go to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party for the very first time. Now I pride myself in my costume making abilities, so I had the best time putting our costumes together. We were none other than Kim Possible and Ron Stoppable, and we couldn't have had a better time. We spent the evening trick-or-treating our way through the Magic Kingdom. We rode our favorite rides over and over, like Big Thunder Mountain Railroad and Space Mountain. But my favorite attraction of the night was the Haunted Mansion. During the not-so-scary Halloween parties, some very special spooks materialized outside the mansion to haunt the guests, and it was so magical. While we were waiting in line, the haunted lady on the mansion lawn spotted us in the crowd and told everyone to look at Kim and Ron, Hollywood's most famous celebrity couple. She was so happy to know that we were still together, and happy fighting crime whenever a sitch arises. She was absolutely hilarious, and had the whole crowd laughing, especially us. It was a ride to remember, that's for sure. The trick-or-treating was definitely fun. We followed the candy spots on the special party map and filled our bags with goodies, but the best part about it was interacting with the cast members. They were all having so much fun. And of course we didn't miss the special entertainment. The booty you parade is so magical and was a especially fun seeing the headless horsemen gallop down Main Street and the ballroom dancing ghosts and gravediggers during the Haunted Mansion part of the parade. Not only were the costumes and choreography amazing, but throughout the parade dancers and performers were constantly commenting on our costumes. They would yell, hey Kim, hey Ron, what's the sitch? Where's Rufus? We must have gotten asked where's Rufus at least ten times that night. I told them he ate way too many burritos to make it. It was just such a blast to play with everyone. And last but not least, we enjoyed the Hollow Wishes Fireworks Spectacular. And let me tell you, it was like nothing I'd ever seen in the parks before. The fireworks spanned all the way out into my peripheral vision, much wider than the normal Wishes fireworks show, and it was just so amazing to experience. The Boo to You theme song will forever be stuck in our heads, but the price of the ticket was totally worth it. I'll never forget how perfect Caleb was sporting his black turtleneck, blonde wig, and drawn-on freckles. (laughs) He's my absolute best friend, and we had the best time playing in the park together as Kim and Ron. It's a Halloween memory we'll never forget.
2: room
12: 402 well Halloween has come around and Midsgrave the teacher is on the foul cause Nancy keeps talking and talking and talking about a creature that's walking and
3: knocking
2: now Jesse claims he saw it it was 12 feet high but sometimes Jesse he tends to lie and Polly says she heard it coming down the hall
8: but we know Polly likes to be know it all
2: I don't know what to believe. And there it was. Twelve feet high. And nearly sight. Ghostly white. Terrifying sounds. Kids screaming and running all around. I hate it when kids go screaming and running all around. Oh, it gives
3: me such a headache, you know. I know what you mean. Yes. <laughs> There's a kids.
2: Scheme, selling tickets to see that hideous thing. Freddy's in this science lab cooking up some traps to catch the monster before it attacks. But Miss Grace had a thought in her clever mind. She hasn't seen Vinny for a very long time. So she creeped up for the monster and
12: rolled off the sheet. And there was Vinny with stilts on his feet. Oh, that sneaky, creepy little kid from room
3: 402. Timmy. <laughs> oh, that boy's in big trouble now. Blah. He's a real pain in the middle oh, If that kid screams one more time, then we we'll have such a headache. Oh. they the kids! Four or, two. <laughs> the kids from room four or two, the kids from Room 402! or The kids from Room Four or two. <laughs> Boom.
2: To you and you and you, <laughs> the creepy, kooky, nasty little kids from Room Four.
12: I'm Paige, and I'm the voice of Boogie Boogie. And I want you to know you're listening to Disney On Demand.
0: Boo. Lights. Camera. Action! It's time for this week's Disney On Demand
1: special guest. All right, all of you Disney fans, you tuned in for another magical installment of Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. And Halloween has arrived, it is our Halloween show, and you know, we don't have to stop and pay the toll. We're not dumping out our sacks, but you guys asked for it. And with us back, it seems to be our annual guest who stops in once a year, is none other than Ice, also known as Larry Bagby, back with us to help us celebrate the holidays. Welcome back to Disney on Demand,
10: Jonathan. How many times am I got to tell you my name ain't Ice or Larry, no more. It's Ernie.
1: <laughs> nice, you know. It is our pleasure having you back on. You know, always, always a fan favorite here at the show. Everybody loves hearing from you. But I guess uh, the quick rundown, if nobody wants to go back through our archives, of course, is uh, you know. Larry, you know, you were Ice and Ernie from Hocus Pocus, as well as a musician and so many other things. I guess with that, uh, you know, it's that time of the year. Are you getting recognized out and about, uh, you know, from Hocus Pocus again?
10: Um, You know, I am actually, and it probably, um, it helps when I wear uh, gear, like I have this Hocus Pocus hat that I, it's been long enough that I think I can actually wear it and and, uh, and then talk about it a little bit because it's one of those things where it's kind of exciting again. Um, it was a couple of years ago that it was the 20th anniversary, so I think we're at, it's been the 22 years since this movie was released. Nine, 1993. I think it's even in the film that she says, uh, what year is it? And she says, 19, uh, Thora says that, you know. It's 1993. And, um, so I, I was recognized recently. I was at, uh, I'm a big movie buff myself, and I went to, um, they have these cool screenings at Hollywood Cemetery, and so you get to watch, like, old cool movies, um, with the dead, <laughs> and it's literally in the middle of the cemetery, so they screen it up, uh, against this wall, um, that's, you know, one of the, um, uh, walls of the cemetery, and right next to its, um, Paramount Studios, so, My cousin invited me to one of my favorite movies. So me and my, my cousin and his girlfriend went and watched Back to the Future 1 and 2 back to back. And it was, it was awesome. And while I was there, we, we had chairs that were a little too high, um, that were in the wrong section. So they said you gotta like put your chairs down and sit on, on the ground or you gotta go to the back. And, I was I was like, Oh no problem, you know, we didn't know that we weren't supposed to be in the in the location. And the girl as she was getting ready to leave, she said, Oh my gosh, I love your hat. I love that movie and I said, Oh, I'm I I was actually in the movie and she looked at me and it wasn't two seconds before she said, Ice, you're ice <laughs> So I still get recognized even as of two weeks ago. So it's pretty cool and um we recently had a um, a really cool event. I got a call from Kenny Ortega, who directed the film, and um, he called me and said they were doing um, an opening screening at El Capitan, which is out there in, in, on Hollywood Boulevard. I think they did a, a, an original premiere there, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. But they loved the movie so much that they brought uh him back, and he invited a few of of the actors from the film, so it was me um allison uh who played you know vanessa who played allison in the movie vanessa Shaw and um and then the the composer john debney and so we we got to go over there and um and sit on a panel and do a little q and a before the movie started and and there were some interesting questions, and one of the questions was. Uh, you know, do, do we still get recognized? And I, I, you know, I told them that story I just told you, but Kenny informed us all that even Bette and Kathy and Sarah still get this, it's their most recognized film. And they've done a lot of work, you know, obviously. So I think, I think Hocus Focus just made a mark that, you know, is kind of iconic in, in so many ways. So it's, I'm grateful to have been a part of that. Halloween spirit, you know.
1: Well, definitely, you know, and like I said, it's it's definitely played a part in everybody's lives to the point where, you know, you've now become an annual guest where every year you're stopping in to celebrate something Halloween here. And, you know, like you said, <laughs> what what was it, last
10: year? Was it didn't you guys have like a it was a uh Summerween. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Halloween and
1: summer. Summerween. I love it. Yeah.
10: <laughs> And, I, and I, I still, you know, I love the fall. It's just a, it's just a cozy time for me. It seems like a lot of my work. I, you know, my friends always say I'm kind of a fall guy. Like a lot of my work, I just I end up doing a lot of work in the fall, and it's it's something about I think just the cozy colors and the weather and the, the feeling that that surrounds that that I like. It's spirits gone, you know, that have come and gone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, and, you know, like you said, though, you know, you know, in the fall, Hocus Pocus, everybody loves it. And, you know, we've tackled so many different stories and things from the set from all the times you've been on. But I guess, you know, everybody's always coming up with uh, you know new things or new things that they want to know about the film. So I guess with that, with this film taking place in 1993, which... It's not a timeless film. It looks like it was filmed in 1993. Is there any one scene to this day that is still your absolute favorite?
9: Um that I
10: acted in or just that I love to watch.
1: It could be either or.
10: Okay. Well, I think my my favorite scene that that I acted in was um was the scene where we're in the cages. <laughs> above the witches and they're poking around at us and we're like, you know, let us down. We think you're really cute. (laughs) We're trying to convince them, uh, that they shouldn't, you know, suck the life from us. Um, what I liked about that was it, it was, um, it was a lot of fun just watching from that point of view and, you know, how long it takes when you're filming a movie, everything is so drawn out. So we had the best seats in the house, you know, we were watching these, these amazing actors, actresses, you know, work. And we were a part of that, but we just sat there hanging literally in these cages. So, you know, Tobias who played Jay, he and I often talk about that. We're like, "What? Well, we had a great view, especially of Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> we thought she was really hot and cute, but, um, uh, outside of that, I really loved. Um, I think I loved the performance stuff, like the musical stuff that Bette did. Like I put a spell on you. That whole scene for me was really fun to watch because I love Bette Midler as a performer, and I love the stage and musicals. So that for me was one of my favorite scenes to just watch and kind of see all the. Co- I mean, I love the costumes. I mean, you can't go wrong when you're filming a Halloween movie. It's so fun. Anyway, I mean, that's why we all love to go out on Halloween to see what interesting costumes are out there or what interesting costumes come to our door, right? So to see a movie that's just kind of all about that and then there's this whole other underlying real plot going on, it's it's just it's amazing, and I still enjoy watching it just as like brings out the kid in me, you know.
1: Definitely, you know, and you know, it's like I said, it's one of those films that's really, you know, it's stood the test of time in terms of getting passed down from generation to generation. And you know, like you said, the musical stuff and you you being a musician yourself. I think I remember bringing this up last time we talked. Have you have you done your own, you know, country twang version of I Put a Spell on You yet?
10: No, I haven't. And I remembered that just now as we were talking about that. I, I, you know what, that's my goal. Between now and next year, if you, if you'll have me back, you need to remind me at least a couple months before and I'll make certain that I have something to share with you guys on that. Cause that, that would be a great idea. And I've, I've just forgotten. to I'll, I'll write that down now. <laughs>
1: That's definitely something that I, I think we need to have. And, you know, with that, you know, with music and whatnot, you know, veering off from Hocus Pocus before we come back full circle, of course you are a musician. Everybody's well aware of your music. At least our listeners are. Um, you know, I love, you know, all the stuff you do. It has such deep meaning and lyrical. Uh, what's going on on the music front?
10: Well, I, you know, I continue to write and I, I've been working on, um, I haven't officially released this Dream It Away album. That I've just—I don't know. It's—it's it's one of those projects that I want to make certain that it's—it's—it's it's, it's got that feeling uh, across the board. There's—I feel like there's a couple more songs in me still, and and I just—I just, I just want to make cer- certain that I have everything I need to release it the right way, you know. So I've kind of been holding on to the last release, which was the, um, player with the heart album, which has a, a lot of songs on it. It's like 21 songs. And, and, and I think, you know, they still stand the test of time, which is good. It's, I've been able to listen back, you know, with, uh, a critical ear and I guess still enjoy what they are. Cause it's kind of my journal. That's the way I write, but I, I'm excited for this, this dream in the way I'm finally putting the artwork together and, I think it needs to be like a summer release or at least just before summer because there's a lot of songs about the beach and and about loving the the Malibu, the Malibu thing, you know, the whole California country thing. So that's the goal and um and and then I I just I'm inspired completely by by the music of the 50s and 60s, which has a lot of that kind of surf that surfer kinda and rockabilly sound. So I, I just I love listen I've been you know, playing out a little bit and and I've been playing a lot of covers and a lot of the covers that I do are Elvis and Beatles, Buddy Holly, um you know, all that kind of fifties, sixties rock and roll which I just I don't know, it's one of those it's like you said with Hocus Pocus. Just when you when you create classic stuff it's it's hard to beat, and there's just something so refreshing to me about that, you know, that early rock and roll stuff. Clean and simple, you know. They kind of told the story, and, and there were still sad lyrics, but they kind of they kind of turned it made it made it happy, you know. In a way, it was like, turned that sad tone into, like, black and white and sped it up.
1: <laughs> right, they can make the, you know, the darkest of topics, and yet you're tapping your foot to it going life's not so bad.
10: Yeah. Like even, uh, I was listening recently and, and what caught my ear was, uh, you remember the Pearl jam cover? They did that. Um, it was, uh, it's called the last kiss. It's like, Oh, where, Oh, where has my baby gone? You know? And, and it's, and it's just really like kind of upbeat song, but it's about this, this, his girl who died. <laughs> and it's, it's really, like, kind of a dark lyric, but it's it's got that, you know, that thing where you're tapping your feet, and you're like, oh, my gosh, it's actually pretty sad.
1: Definitely, you know, and like you said, you know, you definitely have a style with that, uh, you know, uh, country, Malibu, you know, the, you know, cowboy by the sea kind of, you know, feel and vibe, so. Well,
10: that's where I live, and I, you know, I kind of grew up, it's like, the people I grew up around are, my mom's from the south, and West Virginia, and. My dad's from L.A. here, so my songs kind of a little, you know, a little bit, of, a little bit of the city meets the country,
1: meets the sea. <laughs> well, you know, you know, aside from music and so many different things, you know, of course, you are, you know, been all over the screen, you know, with Walk the Line as well as Buffy. Now, Buffy is also just as huge. Do you ever go out and get recognized, especially this time of the year, with uh, you know being associated with Buffy the Vampire Slayer?
10: It's funny. Dude, that, there's that was another fall thing, right? Um, I <laughs> the first, and the first episode I did of that show, um, it was or actually maybe been the second one, but it was a Halloween episode, which I thought was kind of ironic, where I played a pirate and like I turned all the characters actually turn into their into their, like whatever costumes we're wearing, we turn into and I happen to be a pirate and I try to attack Buffy in an alley and. Xander's this commando character and he saves the day. Um but again it was like, you know, another one of those Halloween type feelings. And I do I do get occasionally get recognized for that as well. It it just depends on the fan base, you know. If I'm out and about there's their true Buffy fans will recognize me. And then, you know, there's the Hocus Pocus fans and then I've got the the music, Johnny Cash, Walk the Line fans, and um, it's just all the, I guess it just depends on on the fan base, but I've been very fortunate to do some really great movies and work with some great directors and actors, and I feel, you know, very blessed to be able to have a filmography and a TV and commercials that people remember. It helps me keep going, you know, because it's a tough business, and there's times where you wonder what have I what have I gotten myself into <laughs> you know it's, uh, it comes and goes and you just have to learn to 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 deal with the ups and downs and that's just part of the risk you take. Well, you know,
1: definitely, like you said, it is a tough business because you know it's it's hard. You know, it's same as any other business out there. You gotta get out there and you know hammer it and hopefully you will land it. And like you said, you've been blessed enough where you've been part of some true classics that are going to get passed on to generation to generation to the point where, you know, at Walt Disney World in Florida, they brought the Sanderson sisters to a stage show now this year. So that has to account for something.
10: Yeah, I I didn't know that. That's so cool. (laughs)
1: Well, you know, it's it's so, you know, it's one of those movies that has played such a huge role in people's lives um, to the point where we were talking with Thora and, you know, she gets recognized for it as well. Now, that's going to bring me to your own childhood. Is there any Halloween movie out there that has played that kind of effect in your life where you look back and it just takes you back to this moment in time?
10: You know, for me, I think we talked about this last time, too, maybe the time before. But um, Goonies. Um, that was for me, and I don't know if that's even a Halloween movie, but it just had that feeling, that adventure of that the kind of similar tone to what Hocus Pocus is, that group of young kids trying to, you know, escape from these dangerous villains. And I, I just love, I love the feeling of that. Also, I think it was Gremlins, but. That movie was a little scary, <laughs> and uh, but but it also had like it was the fall and you know crisp. I think it's more of a Christmas theme, but I like I like the I, I like from November to you know to December. I think it's a beautiful time of the year. So I like films that that have you know the Christmas tree stuff or the Halloween or Thanksgiving even you know so. Um, how about for you? What what were the, are there any other movies outside of Hocus
1: Pocus that... Uh, for me, when I was a kid, it was all about Mr. Boogity from The Wonderful World of Disney. Um, so to me, that was, a, that was a huge one. And then as an adult, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street sold me on horror. I don't know why, but it just, uh, there's something about that movie that stuck with me.
10: Yeah. You know, I kind of, as much as I didn't like it, I, I, I liked The Poltergeist movies. I thought those were pretty well done too. But uh <laughs> bit creepy, you know, but but kind of fun to watch.
1: Right. Well you know and with that, you know, uh with coming with movies, especially horror movies and many different things, there's always all kinds of effects and all kinds of, you know, things that happen on the set. And you know, with Hocus Pocus, um, were there any mishaps or kind of hijinks, or you know, things that we're never going to see, but there's stories that are going to go down in your memoirs that you're never going to forget.
10: I know, I know, the witches had <laughs> had some problems as we were because we would just sit and watch while we were waiting to film um, with their, um, you know, the whole like flying broom thing that that really advanced with time, and that was night the nineties, you know, early nineties, so. They were on, you know, on these harnesses that would, and getting used to, like, you know, the whole gravity effect of floating. It wasn't quite as animatronic at the time. So I know they had a lot of problems. They were always happy. They were pretty irritable by the time they would get down and start filming, but it worked for the film. I know Kenny had mentioned that um, just the other night that that the the girls were always like really frustrated with trying to get comfortable on those brooms because they were in harnesses and by the time they started filming they were just so irritable but it was part of the funny of the film it just worked for the film you know um i remember thora telling a story and she may have told it when she was on so uh excuse me and she probably tells it better but I love the story because she was talking about how Bette Midler, you know, they were up there and and they were getting a little impatient with waiting to come down, and Bette just started singing. Um, uh, What what was the song? Like either wind, oh, you are the wind beneath my wings, or something. And it just soothed Thoris. She said, as a little girl, she was so like, oh my gosh. I'm I'm getting, like, a little lullaby from Ben Midler right now. But we're waiting to film, you know, hanging up in the rafters. So I thought that was pretty cool.
1: Now, you know, with that, too, uh, with, you know, you said, you know, talking with Tobias and whatnot, uh, do you often run into anybody from the films?
10: Um, You know, Tobias and I keep in touch pretty well, like, you know, just via phone or text. And um, it it seems like, uh, in fact, Kenny wanted me to reach out to him. He was in Atlanta. He's, I think, either shooting or promoting a new film. Um, And I occasionally run into um, Doug, who played Billy the Butcher, at, like, auditions or at events. Um, And he's always so delightful to see. He's a great guy. Um, I ran into Kathy Jimmy at the, you know, the Michael Jackson This Is It, Thing that you know Kenny direct, had directed, which was was pretty amazing. You know, un- unfortunately Michael Jackson passed away, but uh, it was great that somebody was able to capture some really special moments of of the of the process, and that was Kenny, who had directed that last you know this is it thing. So we were we were both there at the red carpet and premiere and celebration of his life. Um but outside of that i haven't seen you know it's it's big business and and people people are so busy i it was great to see i saw vanessa recently um who played allison and it was really cool she looks amazing she still looks 17 <laughs> um, and uh and then and then john debney who scored the film and kenny i saw just the other night and he looks great, and it was just—it's just nice to run into those people. They're all, you know, there's a reason why that film did so well. It was the right, like Kenny was so passionate, and everything he did was so with heart and soul. Like it was his second film that he had ever directed, so he was all in, and the way that he directed all of us was with pure passion and joy, you know. He loved doing what he did, and and you can tell it's like his films have a a real dance to them. There's a real musical feeling, and it's like it's like a dance because that's his background, you know. So, and even the score they were talking about how it's all in triplets, but it really is is dun 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 dun, and everything is done in such a fashion that he created this classic film because everything was done in, like, a really cinematic but really um, musical way that I think people connect with. And in, even people that don't know why they connect with it, that's part of the reason, because it had scary but not, you know, not threatening. It, it It was all the elements were there. It was funny, cute, still a little scary, but, you know, intriguing, and there was a whole great chase and dance to the whole film and everything he did was so you know colorful and that's that's kenny and that's what made it work in my opinion
1: definitely you know and with and with the film too the one thing that i'm sure you've probably heard about too is people always want to show this to their children and you always have the underlying message of but he was a virgin so does that mean everybody else in the film wasn't
10: (laughs) <laughs> no, I was. <laughs> I waited till I was married, believe it or not. So you know that's funny. <laughs> the black, the black candle, right? That was the. Uh, what was it? If a virgin lit the black candle, then that's how the witch could come back. Correct.
1: Yes, you know, and it, and it's funny because you know the movie is overall very innocent, but you want to show it to a nine-year-old, and throughout the whole movie, they just keep talking about how he's a virgin, and that sparks a lot of conversations. <laughs>
10: so funny and so true right uh, that, that was like the big uh, it's a good way to, to teach your kids about the birds and the bees right
3: <laughs>
10: it's a, it, it definitely brings that up and then also um Vanessa brought this up the other night Yabo, yabos. you remember that <laughs> oh That's
14: what yeah, she, she, she says, calls she, she loves, goes she oh man
10: oh, she loves your yabos." <laughs> he's like his eyes were like oh no what are you doing um and, you know, it's funny, one of the questions they did ask was, will there be a Hocus Pocus 2? And Kenny said, you know, it's bound to happen. Like, we all know the spirit of the movie is fantastic, and we we would all love to, to be a part of that. So, yes, it's it's very good possibility. And then my question to Kenny was, will I be in Hocus Pocus 2? <laughs> and he said, how do you feel about those cages? <laughs> so that was uh, kind of how the night ended, which was pretty funny. And they had the cages there at El Capitan, the the real cages that they use. And I was reminded of how small those cages were, and I was a pretty big boy, you know. I still am.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I, you know, I could see a Hocus Pocus too, to the point where you know you're a, you're a father and you have that mischievous uh, bully of a son in the movie too or in today's society it would be a bully girl.
3: <laughs> right.
10: Hey, I like your thinking, man. We got to we got to start putting these script ideas to uh, send them over to Disney. Definitely uh <laughs> sure. definitely you got great ideas and I, and I appreciate your uh your charisma and and you know you've, you you do a good show and, and there's a lot of great fans that that listen to what you do. So thank you for um you know for for creating a great space for people like us.
1: Well, you know, it's our pleasure. Like I said, you know, we know we know you're busy and everything else and of course just got done sitting in traffic and it's our Halloween show here that we're putting out there. So I guess for all the trick-or-treaters out there and everybody listening in, you know, for Halloween, what could be that one Halloween annual, I guess something you could uh, send out to everybody from Ice, Ernie, and Larry Bagby. Okay,
10: well y'all be careful because if I'm out there, I'm I'm going to be taking your candy and your cross trainers. So don't be wearing cross trainers and don't have big bag of candy. You might want to protect that in a bag locked or something. But outside of that, I, I wish you all a very happy, happy Halloween, and thank you for. You know, helping me keep my youth alive and enjoy the spirit of, of Halloween and, and a movie that has become a real classic, not just because of us, but because of you all and you, you great fans, because we know without the fans, we are nothing, you know. So thank you from my heart to yours for, for being fans and for helping keep this movie alive and i hope it continues to go down the line from one generation to the next because that's what it's all about leaving a great legacy and and a great history for those and and hopefully some great lessons you know don't be a bully (laughs) you end up in a cage with witches uh trying to eat you so don't bully your friends or you might just end up in a cage
1: on <laughs> And definitely don't light any black flame candles.
10: <laughs> yeah, and try to remain a virgin. I think that's probably a good thing too until you're married.
1: Well, it was our pleasure having you stop on. You know, like I said, you are our, our one and only annual guest that everybody always has to bring back on and I'm sure we're going to be seeing you on the circuit looking out for the newest music from you and next time we talk, I, we really do have to get that I put a spell on you done in your Malibu country way.
10: Our task together and and we will and and if I do not have it the uh uh the punishment will be I have to play it live on the show next <laughs> year <laughs> and that could be interesting if I don't know it well enough so let's make that our goal
1: De- yeah definitely we need to make it happen you know you know I'll even be a producer on it promote it and let's get that sucker out there
10: let's do it let's do it you keep in touch with me we'll we'll get on that right away Maybe even release it on a Halloween.
1: Oh, definitely. Well, it's our pleasure having you stop in. Happy Halloween, Larry, and thanks for you know stopping in and chatting with us once again here at the show.
10: Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you, Disney Blue, and and um, uh, I'll leave you with this: keep keep dreaming, dreaming away, dreaming color. Don't ever give up on your dreams, uh, passions, and love for life, because that's what it's all about, you know. And love your love your families and tell them that every day.
15: To be great, I've got my costume all together. I'm ready to go. All right, first house, let's go. Trick or treat! Wow, you're you're tall. <laughs> well, where'd you get that costume? Makings of Hollywood? It's so so dark. Oh, your your nails are really long. Um, um, tr- tr- trick or treat. Thank you. Oh, he's kind of creepy. Oh man, and he gave me Pop Rocks too.
4: Meet this strange family Just forget what some people have said The monsters may shake your hand clamily But they're not necessarily dead Behind their house you mustn't be afraid To see a figure digging with a spade. Perhaps someone didn't quite make the grade With the monsters, with the monsters sleeping you dream a lot ghoulish nightmares parade through your head and then you wake up and scream a lot oh the monsters are under your bed at midnight a creature should prowl about and if vampires and vultures swoop
3: and you're listening to DizRadio.com Happy
5: Halloween! Happy Halloween, D-Heads! Paige here with our Halloween Magical Music Review. We have been reviewing Halloween music in the Disney Music Library all month long, and now we come to our final review in the Dis Radio Not-So-Scary Halloween Celebration. I told you last week that I have some delightfully wicked friends stopping by, and I am delivering on that. Some of Disney's finest are coming by to help me with my Disney Halloween Party Playlist. What better way to close out this year's celebration than with the very best of Disney villains and great music. And now, let's party! I've simply hit shuffle, so let's get started. Up first, no Disney Halloween party playlist is complete without This Is Halloween from The Nightmare Before Christmas. Written by Danny Elfman, the song has had many covers and releases since the 1993 film and soundtrack debut, but you can't go wrong with the original.
7: Would you like to see something strange? Come with
2: us and you will see. This our town of Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Pumpkins scream in the dead of
3: Halloween, everybody make a sing Trick or treat, tell the neighbors I'm a diaphragm, it's a town Everybody's stay It's a Halloween I am the one hiding under your bed Teeth ground sharp And eyes glowing red
7: I am the one hiding under <laughs> your stairs Fingers like snakes And spiders in my hair This is Halloween, this is Halloween Halloween, Halloween, Halloween Halloween, Halloween.
5: Halloween. In this we shift gears now to the 2006 Jonas Brothers cover of Poor Unfortunate Souls. Recorded for the two-disc special edition soundtrack of the 1989 classic The Little Mermaid, there are slight changes to the lyrics, but it is an upbeat number that is great for a party. I ain't a in the
3: past, a nasty. when they call me kinda strange Much fun nowadays i it my ways. i better.
5: Coming to us this past July, we are now spinning rotten to the core from Descendants, featuring the vocal talents of Dove Cameron, Cameron Boyce, Boo Stewart, trouble? and Sophia Carson, the children of Disney's wickedest villains entertained with this great number. And that makes me glad. <laughs> the descendants of the greats, we now have the villains themselves. In 2002, Jafar, Cruella, Hook, Haynes, and Ursula spearhead the plot to take over the House of Mouse and Mickey's House of Villains. It's Our House Now is a real treasure, bringing together the vocal talents of all of Disney's most evil characters. And now somehow our party has found itself in the middle of the graveyard. Grim-grinning ghosts from the Haunted Mansion is a classic haunt. We already have the party in full swing heads, but I think we have room for another 999 guests. Don't close your
2: eyes and don't try to hide Or a silly swoop,
7: they
2: sit by your side
7: Shrouded in a dark hide They
3: pretend to
7: terrorize don't sprout to, to socialize. socialize As the moon climbs high on the dead oak tree Spooks a ripe for the midnight streak Creepy creeps with eerie eyes Sharks
3: are and
7: harmonize When we don't sprout to socialize
5: the parks know how to celebrate all holidays, but Wishes from the Magic Kingdom is just as enjoyable at a party at home as it is on Main Street, with a medley of classic villain songs in the Disney Music Library, with yeah. a twist. Yeah.
15: three.
7: Ah, the Dark Queen herself. Happy hollow wishes to you. We're delighted you could creep on over.
3: Why we've only begun to heat things up. Let's show them just how spirited an all Hallows' Eve celebration can really be. <laughs>
5: We've already had the Jonas Brothers, now let's welcome Selena Gomez from Disney Mania 6 covering Cruella Deville from the 1961 classic 101 Dalmatians. Time to return to the elephant graveyard to enjoy the...
4: Something tells me to ain't the traveling company of Riverdale.
5: Yes, you'd be correct, Timon. We have Scar and the Hyenas from the 1994 classic The Lion King who are reminding us on this Halloween night to be prepared. Hopefully everyone has had a chance to mix and mingle with our ghostly friends, and now we can all say that we have friends on the other side. Released in 2009, the Princess and the Frog's Dr. Facilier brings us a haunting number, perfect for bringing back up the energy to finish off our party. Transformation
2: Central! Reformation central. Reformation central. Reformation central. central! Can you feel it? You're changing, you're changing, you're changing. all right! I hope sad is fine. You ain't. Don't blame me. You can blame my friends on the other side. You got
5: what you want! <laughs> <laughs> final song to make our playlist complete is brought to us not by a villain, but by our lovable goof, Goofy. It's time to do the Monster Mash. The
8: guests included Wolfman, Dracula and his son. What? Out from his coffin tracks, voice did ring. What? Seems he was troubled by uh, just one thing. What? What? He opened the lid and shook his fist and said, what? Whatever happened to the Transylvania Twist? It's now the, match. It's now the Monster Mash. And it's a graveyard smash.
3: The
8: it caught on in a flash.
3: It's now the match.
8: It's now the Monster Mash. Now everything's cool. Drax a part of the band. And the Monster Mash is the head of the land. For all the living,
9: this mash
8: was meant to. When you get to my door, tell them Goofy sent you. (laughs) Then you can Monster Mash. And do a graveyard smash. You'll catch on in a flash. When you can monster mash.
5: Let's go! And with that, the party is over. But the night is still young. Go out and enjoy the rest of your Halloween. I'll see you next time for the beginning of our month-long look at some of the Legacy Collection titles that have been released this year. Happy Halloween from all of us at Diz Radio. And remember, look over your shoulder, don't dump your sacks, and watch out for talking cats. Thanks, everyone. Happy Halloween, and until next time, see ya.
4: Be sure to bring your death certificate.
0: Welcome, foolish mortals, to Disney On Demand's annual not-so-scary month-long celebration. Get your costumes on, bags in hand,
1: and trick-or-treat. All right, head. so I am just stopping in really quick here, just a minute or two. I hope you've been enjoying the party so far. It has been fun. We got about uh, about 22 jack-o'-lanterns already carved here in my household. As I said, we've been carving along all show long. I hope you've enjoyed us stopping in here with Larry Bagby, Ice from Hocus Pocus. And very shortly, I'm going to be talking with Tobias Jelinek and Larry Bagby. Yes, Jay and Ice, your favorite bullies together here in the studio once again. Now, this is something that we've never done here at the show, but we're going to have both of them here to celebrate Halloween as well. I just hope you've been enjoying the show. Lots of fun, party tunes, the D-Team, and the show is not slowing down. We have so much more. Like I said, this is a man- This is a monster-long edition here at Disney On Demand. So I'm just stopping in for a second here. I hope you're enjoying the party festivities, this Halloween episode. So I'm gonna release the reins back to the D-Team once more. And when I come back, I'm gonna have Jay and Ice together. And hopefully I don't have to stop and pay the toll. Happy Halloween and let's keep these festivities rolling along.
11: Happy Halloween.
4: Happy Halloween.
11: You ready to go trick or treating? Yeah. What are you dressed up as this year?
4: I'm a ghost.
11: Went a little crazy with the scissors, didn't ya?
4: Yeah. What are you?
11: Well, I'm a pirate. Arrrr! Well, let's go trick-or-treating. Let's try this house over here. Trick-or-treat! I got a popcorn ball.
4: I got a rock.
11: Let's try this house down here. Trick-or-treat! Trick-or-treat! Alright, I got a chocolate bar. What'd I you got get? a rock. A rock again? Yeah. What, what is wrong trying? with
4: these people?
11: Let's try one more. Trick or treat.
4: Trick or treat.
11: Alright, I got a sucker.
4: I got a rock again.
11: Well, let's try these houses down here. Maybe I'll we'll have some better luck.
4: Hopefully.
8: Quakes, folks come out for swinging weight, happy haunts materialize and begin to vocalize. Grinning ghosts come Come out out to to socialize. socialize.
0: (laughs) Now, don't close your eyes and don't try to hide. Or a silly spook may sit by your side, shrouded in a daft disguise. They pretend to. Rick Ringo got to socialize
7: As the moon climbs high or dead oak trees for the midnight spree. Creepy creeps with eerie eyes to And harmonize Rick Ringo to socialize.
3: socialize
8: Now don't
0: your eyes and don't try to hide or a silly spook may sit by your side shrouded in a daft disguise they pretend to terrorize criminals
3: come on to socialize
7: Dead old tree. Who's the midnight spree? Creepy creeps with eerie Start eyes.
8: Start
7: Socialize.
8: Oh, my siesters are getting shorter and shorter.
13: Required voice identification.
15: EC82. Hey gang, it's me again, Jason. Welcome back down here to the vault. I'm really excited because it is Halloween! Welcome to a great holiday, which only means it has three other holidays in the year left. Christmas, Thanksgiving, and my birthday. So hey, we're all set for the year. Instead of the traditional getting out a movie and reviewing just one, I've decided to go into the vault and take a look at what I would consider the great Disney Halloween staples that should be on your DVD shelf. A lot of these, yes, have become a Blu-ray favorite that are always being played in my Blu-ray player. But for those who haven't gotten the chance to see some of these or really would like to know what's going on in my head, and sometimes you probably don't want to know what's going on in there, let's go through the top five Disney Halloween movies that I consider vault-worthy. All right, number five. A perpetual classic here on Diz Radio and a favorite of many of the D-Team, Halloween Town. We've reviewed it a number of times, but how can you not like the fact that your grandmother's a witch? The town has a portal that opens up to a special town only during the Halloween season. And you might meet up with a few ghouls and ghosts in your own neighborhood. A terrific movie. Again, a Disney Channel original. Fabulous. If you haven't heard the review that I've done on the original... We have it in the archives, fun for one and all. Number four, Something Wicked This Way Comes. Ray Bradbury's 1962 short story becomes a full-length feature film when Disney takes it on in 1983. This modern horror classic focuses on two 13-year-old boys, Tom and Will, best friends to the bitter end. During one lonely, eerie night, the two boys hear a mysterious train running through the woods. Upon their arrival, they find Mr. Dark's Pandemonium Carnival. And from there, the fun begins. Again, this is a great film to put on during an eerie, rainy night, especially during this Halloween season. And how could you not love it? This movie is filled with stars galore, Jason Robards, Jonathan Price, Diane Ladd, Pam Grier. It is a modern marvel, and a great retelling of a classic literary piece. You will love this film. Number three, Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Yeah, I know, I go from something really chilling to something kind of lighthearted, but you know, Angela Lansbury does play that wonderful witch. In Bedknobs and Broomsticks, three orphan children are brought to Madame Eglantine's manor during World War II to be protected during the bombs. Sounds very familiar with many other children going to other places in World War II. Similar to Narnia? Maybe. The difference between anybody else and Madame Eglantine is that she is indeed a witch, and the children don't believe her until she enchants a bedknob that takes them to the Isle of naboo as well as defeat many Nazi soldiers as they come to take over Eglantine's place. I think what's so great about Bedknobs and Broomsticks is that it combines, similar to Mary Poppins, and you'll see some familiar faces from Mary Poppins within this film. But what I love about it is that it combines animation and live action. And you're going to love going to the bottom of the beautiful briny sea with all of them. Number two, The Watcher in the Woods. Yes, I'm going back deep for this one with this 1980 horror classic. This is another one of those curl up during a cold fall evening and watch with your family and never watch alone. This 1980 Disney horror film, and yes, I can say horror film because it is a bit scary, was based on a novel and then turned into a film telling the story of Jan and Ellie Curtis. They become enthralled into this supernatural mystery regarding a misting girl in the woods surrounding their new home in the English countryside. This new home happens to be the residence of Mrs. Ollywood, the true living legend Betty Davis. In a Disney film, can you believe it? How phenomenal. What draws the girls into the woods is about a disappearance of a young girl nearly 30 years ago named Karen. Both Jan and Ellie notice many unusual occurrences that are happening within their new home. And we soon discover that Ms. Atwood's daughter isn't the only strange occurrence that is happening within the woods. Again, not only should you pick this up for the phenomenal acting that Betty Davis does, this being considered one of her last roles in life, she plays Mrs. Alwood so hauntingly that again, you will want to take your covers and pull them over your head. A truly top-notch thriller. It's not the traditional slash-and-hack kind of horror film when you say horror. It's more of a suspense film. And at the time, Disney was hoping to gain the teen audience that they felt that they were missing. A phenomenal film. Again, great for this Halloween time. And finally, my number one pick for the Disney film you need to watch this Halloween season, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Now, I know I've reviewed this and I could go on for days about Tim Burton's classic about the Pumpkin King and how he needs to save not only Halloween but Christmas, but it is truly that magical, mysterious, and wonderful film that can unite the entire family, especially those who are still arguing which is the better holiday, Halloween or Christmas. I'll let you decide, but this 1993 classic is indeed something that goes deep into my heart and will forever be considered the top Disney Halloween film. With a score by Danny Elfman and the magic of Tim Burton, you indeed cannot go wrong. And with the voice credits of Kathleen O'Hara and Paul Rubens, I mean, come on, it's Pee-wee for crying out loud, you will enjoy sing along and laugh all night long. So there you have it, gang, the top five Halloween films down here in the vault. I hope you can at least pick one, if not five, great films to watch during this hauntingly fun holiday. Now, of course, many of you may be going trick-or-treating and you should, especially if you've got a great costume. But if you're not and you're just out there handing out candy or enjoying the moon or enjoying just the company of everyone else, then that's what's making your All Hallows Eve even more special. So pop in a Blu-ray or DVD, especially one of these five. You're not going to be disappointed. So happy Halloween from all of us here on the D-Team at Diz Radio. And remember, look over your shoulder, don't dump your sacks, and watch out for talking cats.
0: Transcription time for this week's Disney
1: On Demand special guest. All right, all of you Disney fans, you tuned in for another magical installment of Disney Blues, Disney On Demand, and Halloween has arrived. Everybody's getting ready to go trick-or-treating, and as we've mentioned, some people may have lit some black flame candles, they're dumping out their sacks, they're paying the toll, and many other things, even spinning around in cages. And with us here to help celebrate the holidays is none other than Ice himself, as well as Jay, you may know them as Tobias Jelenic, as well as Larry Bagby. Welcome here on this Halloween weekend. Thank you very much,
10: Jonathan. It's good to be here. It is good to be alive.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, Hocus Pocus, one of those films that has a cult following. Everybody loves it. You know, we've done our romp here on the show of Hocus Pocus fans as well. And now we have both of you together here. And, you know, I I like to say um, maybe the best family film's favorite bullies. Oh uh, we'll we it love it. it. We love it. We'll yeah. take
10: it yes yeah, so Is there an award for that somewhere we could get maybe a trophy we could put up next to our uh our hocus locus hat <laughs>
3: so, you
10: know what one, one of my favorite bullies of all time Oh, and know I have no problem saying this there were there were two bullies that I probably referred to, even though I would never tell anybody this, but now I am I guess um. Lucas, there was a movie called Lucas, and I thought that uh, the guy who was the bully in that movie was awesome, and so I think I used some of that bully kind of feeling, and then also who can deny how great Biff was in Back to the Future. <laughs> so those <laughs> were a couple of I pulled from.
9: That's funny you you were sourcing Lucas, because I didn't know you were doing I, the bullying there. I was doing Winona Ryder from Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I was <laughs>
10: I thought you were I thought you were Axel Rose.
9: Yeah. You know, so yeah. <laughs> I think Kenny Ortega was going for that too, but then you know, my hair was just so blonde and then I put the shirt around the wrong way and you know, it kinda went another direction. <laughs> like Chris
10: Frost. Yeah. Uh, you, you know what, Kamai, did you did you happen to see the um and you may have said this to me. We were talking about social media and how it's kinda of kept everything alive for us and um and it's getting bigger and bigger the movie. And we love that. And uh, there was a uh, something that MTV posted about the most, like um, the best costumes for the time, the decade and era. And they did like yes. Uh, yes. one through ten, right? What? Explain that a little bit for those that haven't seen that.
9: Well, okay. well actually, no, no, I'm going to have you explain it because I'm not sure. Go for it. I, I don't. I may be off on it. How many? How many candy? <laughs> I don't feel
10: so well. well What's you know, what, your you're line? What's your line? I don't
9: feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> you, My you know, game is guys- candy
1: You know, you guys are everybody's favorite bullies. Like you said, you need to have like a, uh, some kind of trophy out there that, you know, says fullies or, you know, something like that. But I guess with the friendship and you guys have gone on to remain friends all these years later, um, what was it like, uh, you know, working on the set together and I, you know, I guess, why have you stayed in contact for so long? Is it always hocus pocus, bringing it back? Or are you guys just, you could connect that well, even off screen. (laughs) Yeah. Tobias, You can answer that question. I'm
9: gonna go. You know, I remember. I remember the first time I met Larry, and you know, Hocus Pocus was the first film audition I ever did, so I really didn't have a clue. And uh, you know, they had callbacks, and I walk in, and there's Larry Bagby, and I remember casting. And, yeah. What's a call?
10: What's a callback for those that don't know? It's a. It's a first.
9: So you you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The first round, it didn't, you know, like a first round cattle call where you had dozens and dozens of kids coming to audition for these roles. And then the back was because the director was, was interested in, in, in you actually playing the part. And they paired me and Larry up and then they left us in the room alone. And I just remember Larry doing this. Headstand. I remember we were both very <laughs> <running his headstand. laughs> and I'm in the room with this guy. I don't know, and he's like doing, you know, he's he's doing these like head spins in the room. <laughs> and I loved. I have loved the guy ever since. I mean, I have to say, we will run into each other in L.A. on the streets, and it's like we don't miss a day. I mean, it's a, it, it's been a great friendship. And whenever I need a laugh, I just call up Larry, and we have a go at it.
10: Likewise,
9: yeah, the friendship has grown.
10: Tobias, first of Tobias, you always made me laugh, and we had it was so fun because it was you know I'd been acting for a while, but uh, mostly in my in my at my parents' family reunions, <laughs> I hadn't really done much, and, and I'd done a few TV things and so, fil- but no big film. So Hocus Pocus was my big first major feature film, and I know it was Tobias's as well, and his yes. first major. I guess first act. So. Anything.
9: I didn't have an agent or anything. It yeah, was, they found, you, know, they found yeah. you in that high school play or something, yeah. right? Yeah, like some scout came to Santa Barbara where I was growing up. Um, but that's the thing. I mean, you know, that's it was. A, I remember we got those first-class plane tickets, first time riding, you know, in a plane first class, and it was Larry and me all the way. And, and I think the uh, – you know, my mother was with – with me at first because I was you know under 18 but then Larry and I figured out that she could sign a waiver and allowing Larry to be my my guardian and that's what I was I remember I turned 18 yeah in the middle of the shooting
13: we were so smart then I could smart. Yes. Guardian.
9: <laughs>
10: so we figured that out and it was so great because all of a sudden I was Tobias's
9: mom oh. my ba- yeah he was my mom no,
10: only, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All we did was eat candy and flirt with chicks.
9: <laughs> <laughs>
10: not the ugly ones. Not the ugly
9: ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <We're> not <laughs> always the
10: ugly ones that stay out late. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah.
9: I, mean, I do remember, and I don't know, I, I actually haven't ever confronted Larry on this, but I do remember you had quite the crush on Sarah Jessica Parker.
10: Oh, and well. Like, I mean, right? Yes. You're right. And then, and then to make matters. You know, worse it's like she clearly liked me because she kept poking at me. Right.
3: Right.
9: I'm not <laughs> like, a, right not right. like a yeah. Facebook poke. A real poke. <laughs> 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 Well, you know, and with
1: that too, you know. I was going to say with that too, you know, with with that and uh, you know, having that kind of crush, you know, him being your mom and so many other things with that being on the set. Were you guys just more all about just having the hijinks and the fun and just uh, have, did you play a lot of pranks on anybody or anything like that?
10: <laughs> I think I think we did. Uh, we 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 were often we but we also knew we had we had to act like professionals. It wasn't <laughs> time. Or pretend. or pretend. Pretend to be professionals. Which is I why think. we got into this acting business.
9: I, I, I think the most fun, what I remember about Hocus Pocus now, more than anything, was what a blast it was with all of those kids. I mean, like Vanessa Shaw, Sora Birch. Uh, it, and it was just, it was a real fun time. All of us got along. I know that Larry and I were playing tricks on Vanessa Shaw. And she had her sister. Yeah. Her sister was around set quite a bit. And, and that re- and, you yeah. know, the thing is that translated. It really helped keep everything loose and fun. And Kenny was very encouraging of all of us just, just playing as much as we could to keep that energy on the screen. So that's what I remember more than anything. Is the whole thing was just a wonderful experience.
10: Yeah, and, you know, one of the things I'm remembering, Tobias, is uh, which was really cool. In the callback, when we had, you know, when I was doing headstands. Your head spinning,
9: yes. Yeah,
10: and Tobias, you used you used the term, uh, I broke the ice, which yeah. I thought was very <laughs> appropriate. Um, and then I had the word ice shake in the back of my head for the next four months. But um yeah. Yeah. one of the things that I remember was, you know, they tested our chemistry, Tobias and I. They wanted to see how we worked together, and we... Had so much fun, so much damn yeah, fun. I'll use yeah, the term "damn" if I need to right now. Um, it was funny. like we. <laughs> you want to Why don't you believe it? Ready? We I had so much <laughs> damn fun. Um, thank you, Tobias. Uh, that literally, it was like we just got to play, and Kenny encouraged it so much, and yeah, and we we found those little those little moments, like you know, the whole like baseball bat stuff. Like, yes. we just kind of yes. kept adding, and we found, like, Tobias and I pl- played enough to where by the time we got on set, it was, like, so easy, like, we've been doing a yes. play, yes. whatever. Well, we would do and, it in our and and together, yeah. Too. yeah, so we stayed there, we go first class, they'd have a limo pick us up, and literally it was, what was fun about it, too, was if Tobias had been, you know, like, you know, long time, like, film guy, and I would have seen him in films or something. I might have been intimidated, but the fact was, neither of us could believe what the, the, what had happened. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, so we, we were, were like, we were yeah. like, we were excited, and we got each other even more excited. We are like, oh my gosh, we're in Boston. We're in, in, yeah. in, a, in a cemetery, a real cemetery filming a movie that's going to be on the big screen. It was, it was amazing, and Tobias always brought such Fun energy, and it was—it's
1: just like now.
10: I still I get a rush just talking to the kids.
1: So, well, you know, and with that too, like like I said, you know, the film has gone on now and gained such a huge following that everybody loves it. It's passed on. It's now a stage show at the Magic Kingdom. So much stuff. I guess with with that, um, you know, do you guys see yourself in like a Hocus Pocus sequel as like the parents of you know some kind of bullies or anything like that? Yes,
3: yes, yes.
10: Please. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I, I, I think I mentioned this, Jonathan, uh, and Tobias, i going got to tell you while we're on the phone here.
3: Um, yeah.
10: At, at that screening that they did to the Capitan, um, they did ask, it was Kenny, Vanessa, um, Tobias was working, um, in, are you in Atlanta right now? I'm
9: still there, yeah, working in Atlanta, yeah. He, uh, working
10: on a film, which we all want to be doing, but instead I was sitting on a stage answering questions about will you be in Hocus <laughs> Focus 2? Um, and that was one of the questions, and and it was to Kenny, and Kenny said, well, I think that that will happen eventually. It's, there's been a lot of talk. And then my question to Kenny was, will Tobias and I have a gig in Hocus Focus 2? <laughs> and he said, how do you feel about those cages? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
10: well, I said it won't we'll make it worse and we'll get we'll both get in one if we have to.
1: <laughs> well, in in being in those cages too, I guess what was it like sitting in those cages for hours and hours? You know, trying to film these scenes. Did you, did you just wake up with cold sweats and nightmares? Larry cried a little bit.
9: That's what I remember. I do. No, I, mean, I was talk. laughing so hard the tears were coming out. <laughs> This is what he says. To this day, he claims he was laughing, but I know there was one
10: day. He just said,
9: I don't want to go back up there.
10: I really don't want to go Wait, was that
9: you
10: know, the day after I tried to film Bette Midler with
9: my home video camera? That was the worst moment of. Time. <laughs> I was down my spine. Larry chose <laughs> to bring his 8mm camera because that's the those days, and he was doing a behind the scenes look at our first big film. And there was that chilling moment where Bette Midler whipped around, saw him with the camera, and said, "Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Captured <laughs> on film. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She tried to. She tried to turn me into a
10: dog or a cat. I...
1: Are, are we ever going to see these uh, behind-the-scenes movies? Maybe on like a special bonus edition or you know, bonus feature somewhere.
10: You know, Tobias and I are going to get together and watch this footage and yeah. decide how yeah. we can capitalize on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I,
3: <laughs>
9: and we I, I, might I, I have, we have,
10: have to fake a there. couple of things to make it work. But, uh, no, yeah, there's, it's worth putting it on the Internet because I think people would love it because it's literally us joking around like this on camera coming out of our – with our costumes on, you know, in between.
9: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's
3: pretty fun.
9: Well, you know, yeah. and, and, so we and hopefully... will
1: find a way. Yeah, I was going to say, hopefully, that can be a, you know a bonus feature with Hocus Pocus 2, But you know, as Bette Midler has just recently said, the reason why there is no sequel right now is because there's no more virgins.
9: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: Disney can't find a virgin. That's uh, <laughs> that's,
10: uh... <laughs> that's another movie. That's Hocus funny 3. <laughs>
1: yeah. You know, with, with being on the set and all the chemistry and, you know, like you said, you guys, it's always like just coming home and all that kind of fun stuff. Do both of you, uh, have you ever thought of just attending some kind of, uh, you know, some kind of premiere or costume party? Have you done it in the years even? Were you guys both dressed up as, as Jay and Ice?
9: Well, that's a great idea. What are you doing <laughs> on <for> October 31st? <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs>
10: Absolutely nothing, but getting ready for... Uh... Year, I think we've taught, year.
9: you know, what, we, what we've thought about. Last year. About
10: is, it, it, yeah. <laughs> we talked about going, at least dropping by our agents, as, as Ernie and I said. Even our agents, and they, they like still admire, they admire the film like fans. It's crazy.
9: Yeah, I mean, I have to tell you, being, this, was, this was my first time in Atlanta, and because we're hitting that Halloween season and Hocus Pocus is playing on ABC scenes every day. It's interesting to see how many fans. You just forget there are fans everywhere of this show, and how many people have here have said it's their, you know, one of their favorite films, and certainly their favorite Halloween film. And and now you have the, you know, people who grew up with it are now introducing it to their children. So it's uh, it's it's a trip. Anytime you go somewhere, just realizing how many people have have come to enjoy and love this film, and it, it passes on to new generations.
1: Definitely, you know, and, and that is true. I mean, I've passed it on to my kids, and, you know, everybody loves it. And who would have thought that this film, that when you watch it, clearly is a sign of the times when you have the, you know, the metalhead bully along with the, uh, you know, uh, wannabe rap star bully. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a clear sign of 1993.
10: Uh, and that, getting, getting back to that, there's full circle. To finish the MTV um, story, that we got number one, um, I, of all the costumes that our costumes were the most identified for the
9: for that time. For the so era. I really the really like yeah, for that era. So from you know, and for the nineties
11: the way that uh they described the way that, you know, uh Tobias J's
10: character, right, was wearing that Axl Rose kind of look, that rock and roll, like you said. And then my character was like the rapper with all the the bling and the ice in the back of the head and stuff. It, and but the cross it was, trainers, the yeah.
3: The cross
10: trainers. <laughs> <laughs> man, and I noticed, I noticed uh, I'm, I'm always picking up new details in that movie. I noticed Nike has a, a couple of spots there. Like, even the bag that he had with the salt in it at the end, it's it's mm. a Nike Nike bag. I don't know if you noticed that. But I was like, oh, man, they've they got their name written all over this film. But that, that was a you know, Mike was huge in that. In that, it's still fairly huge, but I think it was bigger in the nineties than ever. So, it's it's such a classic film. We're we're so grateful that we got to be a part of it. And and what's even more fun is you know to make friends like Tobias and be able to watch you know his career and my career and as they kind of
9: we keep crossing paths and we love that. Yeah. So that's yeah. the best part.
1: Well, you know, and with that, too, you know, Larry, you're one of our reoccurring guests here on the show. You know, you've been back so many times. People always requested. And now, Tobias, you are our second recurring guest. And now both of you together. This might have to be an annual tradition.
10: I say we do it.
9: As long, yeah, I mean, let's just look forward to those, you know, those those appearances when we're 60. You know, when, <laughs> I'm very curious. What do you sound like? <laughs> you know, said, "When I have to have
10: ice instead of it shaved in my head, like hair patched on, yeah, to actually, ball,
9: patch in the word ice in, yeah." Our <laughs> girls should be
10: as big as as big as the Beatles by by the time we're sixty.
1: <laughs> well, you know, with that, you know, celebrating Halloween, lots of fun here. You know, we, we don't want to keep you guys too long. It's, of course, the Halloween season. Um, you know, for e- for both of you, is there one scene that is still your absolute favorite watching to this day where you watched on screen where both of you were, you know, acting in it? So it's just that one you look back and you're like, that's the scene, you know, for, for uh, you know, like for us, you know, the biggest scene for me is always the ding, 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 stop and pay the toll.
10: That that was one of the, the most fun scenes. Um, uh, I remember the cemetery scene being fun, but also kind of hard to work on because of the rain. Remember when it started raining?
9: Yes, <laughs> yes.
10: And then Kenny Kenny <laughs> pulled me aside and said, "You need to tone it down, Larry. It's a little too
14: big." <laughs> 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 mean, I'm like,
10: I was you like, "Oh man, it. I'm gonna yeah. get axed, dude. I'm, I'm gonna be done with this film." Oh
9: the opposite. I remember doing the ding 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 scene and it was late at night. We've been waiting waiting around all day and finally it's the last scene. We're getting to it and I'm exhausted. And I remember getting up there and kinda going through the Oh, your new kid on the black. We have that whole scene and I was kind of low on energy and Kenny came up and he's like, Where's that boy I saw on the other? Where is that energy Tobias? And I up. was like, oh, shoot, I'm going to lose
10: this gig. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Dude, so I thought the same thing. He's freaking us out. We're like, he was so great. He's on the side. He's threatening us. If you don't get this right, you're done. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, no, he, he, was
10: so, you. he was so nice, man. He, yep. Do you remember, I don't know if we talked about this, but I remember hearing that they pulled our characters out of the film at one point for – you know, when you start editing and you've got to cut the film down for time and pacing, they, you know, they explored and they had a few screenings where we were completely out of the film. And uh, Kenny yeah. told me, he said, it just didn't get the same response. People really liked your characters because it yeah. brought this kind of fun, you know, character element to it that we had, but not in the same way that that it that it ended up being. So that was nice. Plus, that sure, uh, plus, a bummer.
9: Yeah. Plus I'm sure everyone was confused as to why, you know, Max didn't have shoes after the scene. It, it probably was confusing. They cut it out, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah, it would be like they'd have to
10: they'd have to figure out a way to make that work. Yeah. But um uh I I think I think that the, the the other favorite scene and I remember why it was just fun even though those skaters were tight, it was just a a great view. I remember just laughing at, the, like Tobias when he says, "We think you're really cute." <laughs> after, after he's calling the chicks always stay out late. It just, yeah. it just made me laugh. And I just, I enjoyed that whole just sitting up in the cages and laughing at Tobias and the witches and all that. And then all the candy was great because we ate real candy on set. That was good.
1: <laughs>
3: and I am going to.
1: Well, you know, you guys, it was fun having you guys stop in, you know, Halloween time, so much stuff, you know, reminiscent about Hocus Pocus, you know, having you both here together, you can tell that there surely is still a chemistry all these years later, uh, you know, joking around, having fun. Like I said, everybody's favorite bullies. I think that's the thing is we need to make a, make a special trophy for both of you guys. But what I think we also need to see is both of you to have that picture of you dressed up as Jay and Ice for this Halloween. (laughs)
10: <laughs> We're going to have to make that happen. It might be post-Halloween, but it will be uh, floating around at some point here. we we got to get together. I'm ha- out to Texas on Friday, so I will be in Texas and Tobias will be in Atlanta. Uh, but maybe we should we'll go to a shop, take yeah. a picture, and, and then we can fix it in um, uh, Adobe Photoshop.
9: There's no need to fix it. I'll just grab the razor, and I'll be more than happy. <laughs>
10: <laughs> I, I got to go.
9: Uh, I got to run.
1: <laughs> I remember last time
10: you tried to do that, you added an L, and it was lice. Not <laughs> Well,
1: you know, every, everyone wants to stay clear of lice, right? You know, <laughs> you know They'll dump out the sack any day.
10: Yeah, or that year you tried to stay the SP in front of it, spice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I got more with it. To Cut to
1: stop us off, it.
9: Jonathan. Cut
1: us <laughs> <laughs> quick.
10: too <Stop laughs> <on>. much candy.
1: <laughs> uh, like I said, this could go on for, it could be a whole full, you know, hour of just Halloween fun here, romping around and talking and so much so, but I guess, uh, you know, in leaving everybody for the Halloween season, uh, you know, I guess from both of you, I guess, what are those lasting words that you'd love to leave everybody for this Halloween from Jay and Ice, to Bias and Larry? I'm going to
9: kick this off, Larry. I think you'll know what to do oh, go after ahead. It's the first round.
1: Uh, okay. Row,
9: row, row the boat, gently down the Merrily, 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 life is... Merrily, 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 merrily.
10: I put a spell on you. <laughs> now you're gone, 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 too Hocus pocus, too, that eye opened up, that, gave us, that book is still alive.
1: <laughs> it was our pleasure having you guys stop in and happy halloween bro,
10: happy halloween john thanks for having us How
13: Hey D-Heads, this is Nathan, and I just wanted to take a Halloween trip down memory lane with you about classic Disney Channel original programming, like movies and TV shows that just shout the Halloween season is coming. Now obviously, first off, we have many Disney Channel fans out there, so there's going to be quite a few types growing up in a few different eras, so you know, you have the Disney Channel fan who grew up with reruns of the Disney Afternoon, with things like Darkwing Duck, and DuckTales and other shows like that, and then you also have the fans who grew up with the Kim Possible era, and then you have the Even Stevens era, and you even have the Austin Alley era, which would be the more, I guess, modern Disney Channel fans. You even have the New Mickey Mouse Club era, too, so a lot of these could be interchangeable and connect up, and of course you're going to have all these vast differences of people, but you're also going to have the ones that are like, well, I love this, but I also love that, and then absolutely... not a huge fan of another era of disney channel so there's always going to be those differences but the one thing in common between all these eras is halloween and right now disney channel is celebrating monstober in 2015 which i think is an awesome name and pretty cool concept nowadays it tends to seem that they take a lot of their shows and kind of intentionally you know make sure hey we got a halloween episode and everything. Now that that's a bad thing, of course, because a lot of them are actually very entertaining and I enjoy watching them with my family, but it's it's not as much of a treat, in my opinion, like some of these classic Disney movies that really just kind of jumped out and you knew it was Halloween. So, with that being said, let's take a look back over the years at some of the ones that really stood out with me, plus just other general ones that are out there you may not know. So, I want to start out first by naming off a few movies that really just get the season kicked off and one of those definitely is under wraps so we got to start off with the first and the classic right 1997 was an exciting year for halloween disney channel movies and this is where it got its start with good old harold the mummy being awoken by three 12 year old kids moving on we got the obvious and one of my absolute favorites the halloween town series halloween town has four total movies in the series and it includes halloween town halloween town 2 calabar's revenge Halloween Town High, and finishing it off with Return to Halloween Town. My family absolutely loves watching this series, and it's crazy how much of a following it has. Actually, it's 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 a fan base that you maybe you wouldn't exactly expect it to be so huge, but it, it it's huge. Like they, there's just so many people out there that love it. Um, and it's almost as if ho- the Halloween season isn't officially here until on TV at some point. Halloween Town of Some Sort is on, Nightmare Before Christmas, and Hocus Pocus Plays. And obviously I gotta throw into The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. <laughs> um, you know, those are all just kind of like holiday holiday, Halloween staples of sorts. Um, another hit that I love that kicks off the season for me is Mickey's House of Villains, which follows the House of Mouse being taken over by all of our favorite Disney villains, with plenty of alternate spins on the normal layout of the show. So it's not just about... You know, Mickey being in the House of Mouse and, you know, leading the the crowd anymore. It's about the crowd, especially the villains, having enough of him doing that and, uh, having a night for them. Alright, now I want to close out, though, and I want to talk about one of my absolute favorite Disney Channel movies as a kid and as an adult. Although I haven't seen it in a few years because it's kind of hard to come by unless you're YouTubing it or some other method. Um... And I've talked about it before on the show and definitely will again, because it just deserves that much of a chat. (laughs) But I'm talking about none other than Phantom of the Megaplex. Wow, just what a movie. My aunt recorded this for me as a kid and brought it over one day when I was younger, and I wore that copy into the ground. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if I still have it laying around on the original VHS somewhere. Just everything about this movie to me shouts Disney Channel Originals at their best. Meets Halloween. Like music, check, you got it. Movies, check. Suspense, check. An unforgettable movie that will always stick with you, check. Phantom of the Megaflex came out in 2000 and just had such a following. I I remember as a kid, so many people loved it, got great reviews. Um, But through the movie, you just follow the Phantom as he uh, unleashes terror on a local movie house with assistant manager Pete and his two siblings kicking into action to try and stop him. Plus, Mickey Rooney is in it, playing the movie guru, Movie Mason, and Debbie Reynolds is there too. It's not going to get better than this when it comes to the classic Disney channel, at least in my opinion. Now, I know I've left off a few, but I mainly was jumping down memory lane of ones that really hit me as a kiddo, and still do. So, I mean, obviously there's many, many, many more Disney cla- you know, channel classic Halloween flicks out there, such as Twitches and Twitches 2 and mom's got a date with a vampire, plus some, you know, traditional programming, you know, such, you know, if we want to jump into, like, Jesse having a Halloween special, or even Stevens having a Halloween special, movies, you know, shows like that, too. So, it's not just this list that I've come up with, and I know I definitely left a few off, but these are ones that just really jumped out at at me as a kid, and, you know, still stick with me, and possibly transcended and carried over to, you know, my family today, so... So make sure, be adventurous. Check a few out. Uh, the internet is your friend. <laughs> so you know, do some research. Find some. You're, you never know what kind of new Disney Halloween tradition you're gonna make with your family. And be like, oh, that's our movie. We have to watch that to kick off the season. Happy Halloween from all of us at Diz Radio and my family to yours. So make some awesome memories. Make it a great night. Make it not just about ooh ooh. ooh let's get to as many houses as we can. But but definitely make sure to uh, slow down in between and and make it for right now, too. And most importantly, don't forget, though. Look over your shoulder, don't dump out your sacks, and watch out for talking cats. I'll see you later, D-heads.
0: Be sure to grab your death certificate, watch out for hitchhiking ghosts, stand clear of elevator shafts, and look over your shoulder for those Disney villains, because this is the annual Not-So-Scary Halloween Celebration on Disney On Demand!
1: All LVD heads. I am back, and I hope you enjoyed our Halloween show here as we culminated with our fourth annual Not-So-Scary Month-Long Celebration with all kinds of fun. We had Jay here, we had Ice here, and definitely check out more from Leary and Tobias all over the web, television, music, and more. Thank you guys for stopping in and adding that fun, for Halloween this season. In addition, let's not forget the D Team. Yes, without the D Team, the Halloween festivities may not have been the same. All their trick-or-treating, all their fun adventures, their insights to how to celebrate Halloween. Thank you, D Team, for stopping in. And most of all, you, the D Heads. All of you for making Halloween fun, making it magical, making it all full of frights, witches, and all kinds of warlocks. Keeping us here for the last five years, bringing these shows to you and celebrating Halloween as only we can do here at the show. So next week, we are rolling into November, and we have all kinds of fun next week as we get back to our normal shows here at Disney On Demand. But before I let you in as to who's going to be stopping in here next week, I do want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at the show. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at dizradio.com. That's D-I-Z-Radio.com. There you can find our fullest of past shows, our complete archives, our latest news blogs, and more right there on our official website at dizradio.com. That's D-I-Z-Radio.com. Dot com. You can also connect up with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at facebook.com slash Disney On Demand. You can friend us on Facebook at facebook.com slash John Diz. That's J-O-N-D-I-Z. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and more. Just search Disney Blue, that's B-L-U, or Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio, all of which will help you find our show. And remember, you can subscribe and get the latest shows right there on your mobile device, your tablet, and more just by subscribing through iTunes and Stitcher Radio and getting the latest shows right there on your devices to listen to, enjoy, and have all kinds of fun. So, all VD has. with that said, we've had a fun Halloween season here at the show. We're going to culminate it off in just a minute here. I'm going to leave you with something a little special. But next week, we're going to take a trip back to the Robinson family. Yes, you may love those days of frolicking on an island, building a treehouse, and more. And one individual helped us return to that island as well. And he's going to be stopping in here next week to kick off. Our shows back in November. So all of you D-Heads, with that said, I hope you had fun here for our Halloween episode, our fifth and final Halloween show for this year. So definitely have fun, go out trick-or-treating, and remember, take that time, slow down, and never neglect family for business. Until next week, all of you D-Heads, happy Hallowishes. And with that, I'm going to leave you with the Hallowishes festivities. See you next week, D-Heads.
4: Serpents and spiders, tail of a rat, call in the spirits wherever they're at.
2: When you hear the knell of a requiem bell, weird ghosts gleam where the spirits dwell. Restless bones ethereal Lies are spooks of every size. Grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize.
8: When the crypt doors creak and the tombstones quake, spooks come out for a swing and wake. Happy
3: hunts materialize. And High on the dead oak tree Spooks ride for the midnight free, Creepy creeps with eerie owls Starts a streak yeah. And harmonize Grim, grinning ghosts Come out and socialize
7: Welcome, my friends, to the most spirited season of them all I am your host, your ghost host <laughs> the 999 Happy Haunts and I are ready to materialize for a spectacular celebration. You never know who will drop in. After all, this is Halloween. <laughs> this is Boys and girls of every
8: age Wouldn't you like to see something strange? Come with us and you will see It's our world of Halloween Oh, this is Halloween, this is Halloween Pumpkin scream in the dead of night This is Halloween, everybody make a scene Trick or treat till the neighbor's gonna die of fright!
7: Now, our disembodied friends would like to serenade you with some scary oaky. Just a few of our favorite tombs that we dug up for the occasion. We hope you'll enjoy a little night music. (laughs) Feel free to sing along.
3: Just some poor unfortunate souls In pain, in need Poor unfortunate souls So sad, so true Poor unfortunate souls
8: Cruella DeVille Cruella DeVille If she doesn't scare you No evil thing will Just to take a sudden jail Cruella, Cruella Cruella DeVille She's like a spider waiting for the Look
3: Looking for Cruella DeVille Let smile It's not a
8: Confusal, a lump of roozles very sly Fly, Fly. They come in ones and twosles, but if they, so choosels, Before your eyes you'll see them multiply
3: Pink elephants on parade, here they come, hippity-hoppity They're here, and there are pink elephants everywhere Look out,
8: look out, pink elephants on parade
7: And he puffed, and he blew their haunted mansion in. Oh, who's afraid of the big
3: bad wolf? ta who's afraid of the big?
7: What, the sea witch? So glad you could plop in.
8: This is what I
7: live for. It's such a wicked time of year, isn't it?
8: And I have just the spell to
3: put us all in the mood!
8: The Lucas of Rugacum winds of the Caspian Sea! The Rhinxus Glasitis, Max La Voce to me.
2: Now, sing.
4: Sing! Sing! Ha! in pain in the
3: Yes. Yes!
2: Oh, they weren't kidding when they called me, well, a witch.
0: <laughs> <fortunate so laughs> in
3: pain oh. Listen up, sweet lips. I'll give you all a little treat. Oh, <fortunate> <soul's> Next year, you'll be dressing like me! Oh, unfortunate zone! <laughs>
0: tree.
7: It is I, Jafar.
0: I'm sure you wouldn't dream of starting the fun without me.
2: <laughs>
7: Why, you're dead right.
2: Well then, let me treat you all to a little sorcery in the sky. You call that magic? (laughs) Move over, old boy, and let Mr. Oogie kick it up a notch. Well, 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 what have we here? A trick-or-treater, or huh? Oh, I'm really scared. So you're the ones they're talking about. Ha, ha, ha. When Mr. Oogie Boogie says there's trouble close at hand, you'd better pay attention now, because I'm the boogeyman.
3: Hey, I say, boogie boogie.
15: Treat.
7: Ah, the Dark Queen herself. Happy Hollow Wishes to you. We're delighted you could creep on over.
3: Why, we've only begun to heat things up. Let's show them just how spirited an All Hallows Eve celebration can really be! Ha 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 ha!
7: thrilling wasn't it and now to end our ghostly gathering we invite you to partake in our favorite halloween tradition the scream along any volunteers just scream like you're trying to wake the dead <laughs>
8: Come out for a swing and wake.
7: Happy Haunts want to thank you for hanging around while we scared up a little Halloween fun. (laughs) We do hope you'll drop in again for another spooktacular celebration. Happy wishes everyone!
8: (laughs) I put a spell on you, and now you're mine. Can't stop the things I do. Nine line. Oh no. It's been three hundred years, right down to the dead. Yeah. Now the witch is back.